boys can you just uh, say hi in the youtube chat members can you just say hi in the youtube chat sir are you able to hear me i am able to hear good good thank you sir Good morning, sir. Good morning. You have to mute. It's live. Oh, sorry. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I Am can I hear audible, you, sir. I you I can hear you. Okay. Uh, good morning. We are from Excel in Excel, and uh, to start with, we would like to. make a prayer for 30 seconds a silent prayer uh thank you all i thank once again for all members for uh, coming in large number and regist registering for this event as a first series we are going to speak on financial modeling the skills required and the future by ca v patabi raman sir i would like to introduce i mean i would like to call neha to introduce sir थैंक यू सो thank you thank you neha uh, so over to you uh, which is going on to come between you and the audience audience are waiting to hear you over to you sir thank okay. you we'll thank be in mute mode and uh, we will uh, share you the questions uh, there is a team which is going to record all the questions from the members we'll share you the questions at the end of the session sir okay thank you over to you sir yeah we are living in remarkable times in the chinese language the word the way the word crisis is written it's read more both as a danger and as an opportunity covid 19 covid deepak i think you'll have to mute there covid 19 which arguably originated in a laboratory in wuhan represents both a danger and an opportunity the fact that it locked down 9 billion of the world's population almost overnight and almost at the same time and put at risk the lives of so many of us perhaps for the first time in 100 years post the spanish flu represents 
a danger. But it also has turned out to be an opportunity because I guess the world would not have transitioned so rapidly to the digital platform, at least in terms of learning and development, but for COVID. Thank you all very much for joining us in cutting across states, cutting across countries, and cutting across continents. Across the next 40 odd minutes, I'll talk to you about financial modeling, its scope, and the skills that are required, especially if you are a young accountant or a young professional at the start of your career. I'll bring in my own experience, originally picked up long years ago when I first qualified from the Institute of Chartered Accountants of India. And then over time, working on some of these in order to drive home for you as to what represents the scope, what rec represents the skills, what represents the education, education, et cetera. I'll first talk to you, the broad agenda for today would be that I'll talk to you about what is financial modeling. I'll try tell you about 10 work areas that use financial modeling. They are illustrative, they are not exhaustive. And because most of us come from an accounting background, we will talk in terms of how financial modeling is used in the world of corporate finance and capital markets. I'll also take you through five key skills that are required if you want to be a good uh, analyst. We'll talk about what additional education you'll have to pick up beyond what you already possess, a rough indication of pay package, and maybe what is in store in the future for a financial analyst. Just give me a minute. Are you able to see the screen, the PPT? Uh, no. All right, just give me a minute. Yes, sir. I, okay, I think the screen has got locked up. Doesn't matter. I'll move on. Uh, I'll talk to you broadly about what are the kind of what are the kind of areas in which somebody can work. I am pulling away my PPT because it seems to get locked up, but I think. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, many years ago, when I first qualified from the Institute of Chartered Accountants of India, I gave up the opportunity to work in some of India's best known multinational corporations because I wanted to work in a business group that had, by what is today's language, a slew of startups. I'm providing that background to you so that you can understand the perspective that I'm going to bring in. There, much of my job was on analysis, was on drawing up what we today call business plans and so on. Um, 
some of the quick areas in which a financial analyst or financial modeler works on is in drawing up the business plan of an organization. First up, of course, we must realize, appreciate, and understand that a financial model basically tries to convert fundamental assumptions about the organization as it stands now and fundamental assumptions about the organization as it moves forward into a very broad into a very broad set of numbers you'll have to just give me a second sorry My job almost on an everyday basis was to draw plans for the organization because they worked on a slew of companies which were all startups. Like I said, a modeler is not supposed to be, unless he wants to forever be a backroom boy, is not someone who forever will stay at just working on the arithmetic, just working on the numbers. If you really have to stand out in the crowd, you will also have to understand how the organization works. More of that I'll come to later. More of that I'll come to later when I talk about the skills required. But drawing in terms of a business plan is one of the first jobs that a financial modeler does. And he needs to structure this in a way in a manner that will facilitate multiple analysis, including what-if analysis. In fact, if your model does not have variables into it, and if it, if it is almost totally hard-coded, then it doesn't serve any purpose. Also, the context of drawing up the business plan of financial modeler should understand and appreciate that plans can be drawn only up to a point. There is only a, a set of years up to which somebody can realistically see. Once upon a time, people talked about drawing models that ran for eight years, that ran for 10 years, projections. Today, in the context of the uncertain world that we are living in, to look at any number beyond three to five years would be a travesty. This is area number one, scope of work for a financial modeler. A second area in which he can work, and this is today becoming a completely independent profession, a completely separate profession with its own standards, with its own ethics, with its own set of professionals, is the world of valuation. The world of valuation largely draws inputs from the world of business plans. But beyond business plans, which lay stress on fundamental assumptions as to how organizations work, 
and what are the kind of variables that go into making estimates of the future. Valuation also involves converting those numbers into a set value for an organization or a set value for an asset. And in this context, a financial planner or a financial modeler must have a good understanding, a good grip of the various methods of valuation. My own sense, and I could be totally wrong, but my own sense is that unless, unless you know the subject on which you're doing your financial models, you could actually be in fairly serious trouble. So the first scope for a financial modeler was business plan. The second I said was valuation. This valuation could be of any asset. It could be of a human life as could possibly happen in investment planning. It could be of equity shares as could happen for a guy who is seeking to make investments in the capital market. Or it could be for a business as a whole as could happen if somebody is trying to do a sale. A third scope of work for a financial modeler would be in the area of managing portfolios. If somebody has a string of stocks, I'm not talking about making stock selections. That maybe is a slightly different ball game and comes as part of valuing stocks. Of course, picking up stocks in the context of fundamental analysis of stocks is also an area of interest, but I'm talking about in the context of portfolio, I'm talking about computing returns, computing risks, making selections on the basis of return per unit of risk, picking up stock prices directly, directly without keying in directly and live from the uh, feeds of the, of the stock exchange and trying to tell an individual based on his risk return profile, his appetite for risk, as to whether it's a fit case for shifting of his portfolio. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it is the planner who makes those suggestions. The planner is the backroom guy, the research-oriented person, who gives these inputs for the fund manager, for the wealth advisor to take a call. A fourth important area, a fourth important scope of work for the financial modeler is to do scenario analysis. If you ask uh, people of an earlier generation or, or of two generation old, they would talk about the 13 columnars, 13 columnar sheets, which actually disappeared even during my times. They would talk about how, when they went to, a, went to the CFO or whatever he was called earlier and said, look, we have projected that the company will work at 80% capacity. The CFO said, no, 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 let's look at what will happen if it is 75. Let's look at what will happen if it is 90. So the ability to do scenario analysis, the readiness to do sensitivity analysis at every granular level, not just at the macro level, not just at the broad production level, but also at the raw material consumption level, also at the manpower planning level, these are what are going to be significant and important. You cannot come back and say that, well, I'll come back to you, sir. I'll get things ready. Your financial model has to provide for scenario analysis. Your financial model has also got to provide for what I call scope number five, simulation. When I use the word simulation, what I mean 
is scenario analysis, but at a very broad spectrum. As is today often said in the world of auditing, thanks to software, thanks to Excel at the leading edge, sampling is a disappearing art because today you can actually audit, check almost the entire population. In much the same way, there are multiple, multiple, multiple scenarios that you can put in place for an organization. You don't have to just look at the most optimistic, most pessimistic, and the normal numbers. You can work on almost every single work area, and that's where simulation comes in. Once I walk you through all the 10, I'll put up, I'll try put up the PowerPoint screen so that that can be a diversion and it could also act as a quick recap for you. I talked about business plans. I talked about valuation. I talked about portfolio building. I talked about scenario analysis. I talked about simulation. In possibly my second job, uh, my role was to mentor a young accountant who was responsible for capital expenditure, waiting and clearance. If there is one area where modeling is helpful, and when I say modeling, I'm not suggesting that you use Excel as a calculator. I'm not suggesting that you use Excel as a storage document. I'm suggesting that we must use Excel to create interesting templates which can be used by almost everybody. Capital expenditure proposals that involve calculation of possibly net present value, possibly internal rate of return, possibly doing multiple scenario analysis is best suited for a financial modeler. And if you want to do financial modeling in the context of capital expenditure, my sense is that you must have a thorough and complete understanding of how that machine works. Uh, analysis, decision-making, is not just numbers. If I, if I look like I'm sounding rude, forgive me, because I strongly believe that somebody has to understand the structure behind it before he does analysis. Next up, of course, the one area where it's max max used is in credit research. Uh, credit rating companies use financial modeling very, very exceedingly. And if you are going to one day wanting to work in a rating agency, that will rate financial instruments, that will rate over a period of time, any and many organizations. I know rating companies originally were not intended to rate organizations, but at some particular point in time when they start doing that, then you could have a good role to play. Um, modeling also is important when there are key factors in an organization, when raw material is a constraint, when machine capacity is a constraint, when people capacities are constrained, and it will become more nuanced, more key, more important when there are multiple pain points, multiple key factors that need to be analyzed. I still remember an engagement that I did six, seven years ago where an organization was producing products and was still making losses. And when we analyzed, we realized we made the organization understand and appreciate that they were working on a lot of products that actually ran with negative contribution. With the help of a uh, financial model, we were able to identify that there could actually be 8,064, 8,064 different types of the product that can be made 
we were with the help of linear programming able to identify as to what are not only the best making products but what combination of those products would give optimal solutions those are the kind of decision making that modeling actually helps the one that most chartered accountants would obviously be familiar with is working capital the cma formats the projections that you make to the bankers for working capital requirements that's the area where financial modeling works and last but definitely not the least is comparison between one firm and the other i am actually done with the first segment that i wanted to talk to you i am done with what i think is the scope of work i'll quickly run you through that i talked about business plans i said valuation i said portfolio building i said scenario analysis i said simulation i said capital expenditure i said credit research i said key factor analysis i said working capital and i said it's very very cool to use financial model in interfirm analysis this completes a key part of the talk that i wanted to deliver i'll now move on to talking to you about skill set i'll move on talking to you about skill set and uh, i'll stop the share at this particular point in time there are according to me six important skills i'm not saying that there are more there are many more but key amongst these are the following first and foremost knowledge of business the knowledge a fair knowledge i'm not saying you will be an expert in that area if you're trying to construct a model for a pharmaceutical industry you must understand broadly how pharmaceutical industries work you don't have to have the knowledge and understanding of a doctor but you must understand what are constraints what are capacities what are the raw materials what are the throughputs what is the input output ratio what is the manpower requirement etc at a very broad level if you display reasonably good knowledge of business if you are able to ask the right kind of questions to those for whom you are working then i think the respect that you will command as a financial modeler can be very significant the other day i was telling somebody that if you were to construct a financial model for a seminar like excel in excel is today conducting and if you had asked to prepare a financial model and somebody told you the guy who wanted you to construct the model told you that this is going to be a paid seminar and told you that 700 people are going to attend that you need to ask the question you need to look at what is the platform the guy is using whether that platform can take in that many number of people now if you don't have that understanding and if you just go ahead and prepare a model i'm sorry to say you would get dismissed as a number cruncher which you of course are because there's nothing wrong with number crunching but you will get far more respected your work will command greater premium if you did that if you were to if you had a smattering of knowledge of business a second important thing is the spreadsheet the excel as you call it and in this context i would like to make a couple of points a good financial analyst according to me is someone who creates a spreadsheet that everybody can use 
You must create a model that everybody can use. You should not create a model where tomorrow if I have a problem, I will have to come back to you asking you how were these numbers assembled. So my own sense is that a good model would have on sheet number one, the various variables that need to be keyed in. And the moment you key in those various variables, it should throw the answer. In, in other words, as many parts as there are should be formula driven. It should be, as I will talk to you a little while from now, pleasing to the eye. And more importantly, in the absence of the guy who created it, the user should be able to navigate it. And today, the spreadsheet is phenomenal, far more phenomenal than what it was 10, 15 years ago. Today, the kind of, what should I say, features that Excel offers allows you to do the kind of things that nobody ever thought that they could do. I don't want to name those features because to some of you, they might look uh, too, uh, what should I say, fundamental. But there are a lot of things that earlier used to take times on end, which today can be done at a fraction of time thanks to Excel. If you want to be a financial modeler in the sense of finance, you should also have a good understanding of the principles of accounting and a fairly decent understanding of how accounting standards work. Because if you're going to do financial statement analysis, and if you're going to bring, build models around that, as any equity researcher does, or as anyone who does inter-firm or intra-firm comparison does, then you should obviously get to know how this happens. Uh, just give me a minute. Oof. Is my screen on view, Deepak? Is my screen visible? Sorry? Yes or no? All right. Just give me a bit of time. Yeah. Um, I talked to you about knowledge of business. I talked to you about spreadsheet. I told you about knowledge of accounting. You should also have a sense of logic. You should know the cause and effect relationship. Um, and most importantly, you should also provide attention to detail. Um, the very idea of doing a financial model is that you can grain it down to the smallest and smallest of components. At the same time, it is important that we don't get into too much of details because too much of analysis, as someone half jokingly said, leads to paralysis. So too much of granular working is also not on. Last but not the least, your model should be pleasing to the eye. It must be aesthetically pleasing. Someone who sees it should not think, hey, look, it looks ugly. That should not be what should happen. Okay. So I'll quickly run you through once again. Uh, just give me a second. I think I'm having some problem here.
Is the screen visible? No. All right. I'll I'll skip the screen visible. Screen visible, sir. All right. Okay. Wonderful. So, I was talking about uh, a spread. I was talking about knowledge of business, about spreadsheet skills, about accounting expertise, about having a sense, having a about having a sense of logic. Uh, about having attention to detail and last but not the least about it being aesthetically pleasing i now quickly move on to try tell you who are the people who hire while everybody and their uncle could hire you some of the areas where financial analysts get quickly hired are in banks when i say banks i mean banks financial services insurance the entire bfsi space research organizations research organizations that could be into equity research that could be into economic research that could be into research for research sake uh credit rating agencies rating agencies are coming up a dime a dozen these days there's huge scope of opportunity if you build in the right kind of skill set project finance is another project finance organizations are ones that could hire you last but definitely not the least consulting firms could pick you up i think i'm now going to move on to the fag end of my presentation uh while we can have an argument about whether this number is the right number or not an indication today suggests that an approximate entry salary for a reasonably good financial modeler is in the range of 6 and a half lakhs per year in india but as you go up the scale as you move on as you climb the ladder in modeling and as you grow to become a becoming a team leader as you become as you pick up all the expertise that i talked to you about knowledge of business aestheticism in presentation etc your salary structures are going to be higher uh, don't get disheartened by the number that i put out i put out an average number that could possibly average out of analysts who join it as graduates analysts who come in as ca analysts who come in with different different pedigrees um i now want to talk to you about five things which i would call the trends first i'll put out the trends and then i will tell you what i think will happen there as we move forward into the 2020s into the mid 2020s and late 2020s financial modeling sexy as it might sound to many people is going to partially go up in smoke it's not going to go up entirely in smoke the way accounting went up or accounting document preparation went up but there are going to be a number of things that are going to happen the arrival of artificial intelligence robotic process analysis machine learning these are going to have big big impact on financial model preparing and i'll try to explain them quickly a little while from now a lot of data is also going to get captured through automation the arrival of internet of things for example could make this that much better for example let me give you a quick example today if you're talking about electricity bills and if you're talking about making projections or to use the more fancy word if you're drawing about a model we do not track what is the electricity consumption in every single asset so the internet of things is going to facilitate that and to that extent 
the work that financial modelers do is going to become that much more interesting. A third important area is that a lot of data is going to cap get captured and these are going to get as part of financial models and such kind of big data, unstructured data that is available in the world, uh, which, is, which needs to be put up in rows and columns, will also find part of financial modeling. Today, it has got to do a lot with customer mining, with vendor mining, but it is also go, it's also going to go on to move towards uh, multiple other data, including raw material sourcing, et cetera. A lot of models are going to build, get built through automation. Uh, doing Excel itself, while it's going to be important, a lot of them are going to get done through automation. You will be looking at better templates. Templates are going to be driven up upfront and be made available to people for use. That's the kind of change that you're going to see. Last but definitely not the least, this is the danger area. Today, the financial modeler prepares a model. He also perhaps puts out the conclusion or maybe somebody higher up in the hierarchy puts up the conclusion. But the arrival of artificial intelligence, people say five to 10 years from now, if not earlier, we will, say, we will see AI itself interpreting the, the, the outputs that you generate. And these can be very, very tricky. So I'll quickly summarize what I have spoken to you all along. I said financial model is broadly about putting in place a set of numbers that are based on projections. When I use the word projections, I mean the underlying assumptions that the organization thinks will happen in the future in terms of prices, in terms of products, in terms of geographies, in terms of customers, etc. I also said that there are at least 10 distinct areas in which you can work as scope of work. I named five types of organizations where financial analysts can find their moorings. I named five distinct skills. I also said that this is the rough kind of pay that you can draw. And finally, I said, these are five interesting trends that are going to take place. And AI, along with automation and machine learning, is going to have a significant impact on financial modeling. It's going to, in a sense, remove the drudgery of financial modeling, but it is not going to say that there are going to be no human financial modelers. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, very much for having dropped in here today to listen to me. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you for the insights on the career on financial modeling. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Thank you, sir. There's some few questions over here. Uh, they would like to see the types of financial modeling. Patabi, sir. Yeah, types of financial models. Yeah, yeah. Six important types of financial modeling, which you are sharing your slide. Huh? Can you? Uh, No, can you? I'm not able to hear you very clearly. Can you put that on chat? I will pick it yeah, up yeah. from here.
Hello, sir. Yeah, just give me a minute. Okay. We also welcome uh, Vijay Kumar, sir. Uh, thanks, Deepak. Good morning to all. So I just uh, wait for a few minutes. Uh, we'll just finish yeah. up the Q&A. Sure, 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 sure. No, no hurry. Lot of time. Uh, this is what you are saying, Deepak. The skills required. You are referring to the skills. Deepak, you can hear. Yes, sir, I can hear. Is this what you are referring to the skills? Oh uh, no, this one, this one, yes, sir. I'll very quickly run through it for the benefit of he or she who asked that question. I'm not going to do it all over again because you know, that might uh, not sound very good for many others. I, I was trying to say that knowledge of business, that means whatever area on which you're preparing a financial model, you must know about it. If you're preparing a financial model for a hotel uh, or a restaurant, get to know how a hotel works, get to know how a restaurant works, get to understand what are packs, how much uh, people can check into a room, etc. Uh, I also said that spreadsheet skills are very important. Make extensive use of spreadsheets. Uh, have every, as many, as many cells as possible should be variable. Don't hardcore numbers. That's what I was trying to say. And use uh, spreadsheets quite intelligently. And in the context of financial statement analysis, in the context of interfirm analysis, et cetera, uh, a knowledge of accounting, a good knowledge of accounting and accounting standards is important because if you do interfirm analysis, you must uh, no, convert them into a statement that have commonality in assumptions. I also indicated that you must have a understanding of cause and effect relationship you must be logical in what is being put out. I said you must have great attention to detail because a small missing number can completely put your model uh, in the burial place. Uh, that's, that's the reason why the user of the model or you yourself must have the larger picture. When the model throws out a particular number, you should prime of SE be able to say 10% this side or that side, whether it is right or wrong. If a model says that at this level, you will make a profit of $50,000, you should have a rough idea whether it's going to be 45 or 55. If it's actually going to be 15.15 and it has thrown out 50 and you go to the boss with that, it's not going to be good. That's why I said you must have attention to detail. And last but definitely not the least, the structure of the model, the way it looks, the spreadsheet, how it is presented, should be pleasing. And uh, I would believe that a lot of white space actually is a little pleasing on a spreadsheet statement. If there are any other things, I can take them. Uh, sir, I put it on chat. Any recommendation or certi for certification? or? Ah, I, I'm sorry. I completely forgot about telling you about uh, the qualifications. Uh, the qualifications really uh, doesn't matter. It's all a question of, what should I say, how well you're there. Uh, a thorough knowledge of MS, 
Excel is what is good. Uh, I am not a great fan of certification when it comes to financial models. Um, because you no, know, if, if you are a CA, that should be good enough. If you're a certified financial planner, it should be good enough. If you're someone with an engineering background, that should be good enough. What is most important, however, is your ability to work on Excel and therefore an Excel certification from any reputed organization can possibly be a good initial screening device. Otherwise today, you know, organizations run their own tests. They will check how well you know. And today the World Wide Web is there. You can go on to it, do a lot of self-learning all by yourself. Uh, there is a lot of scope for MBAs and CFAs, but let me make it uh, a little clear that uh, the chartered finance, the MBAs typically, so I'm talking about the top rung MBAs, they might typically not get down to doing the Excel work. Uh, this is not to say that X is superior, Y is not superior. That's not what it is. It is about skill sets. Accountants, by and large, CFAs, by and large, are great at numbers. So they like to sit and draw financial models. Someone who comes from a top-notch B school is normally someone who is able to see the big picture, who is able to ask the right kind of questions. So a B school graduate from a top business school might not be into financial modeling for a long time. He might be there for six months, one year. Uh, I forgot to tell you, uh, financial model is, uh, is, is not as glamorous as what it might appear at, at first hearing to be. It involves a lot of hard work. It involves running behind numbers. It involves number crunching. It involves linking data. So it might not be the most exciting thing for someone to be there for long. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying financial modeling is not an interesting area. I've been into it, I know how exciting it is, but I'm trying to say that not everybody might get excited. So let's not worry about whether an MBA from an IAM would want to do this or not want to do this. If your heart and soul is into it, do it. Uh, what is the impact of financial uh, modeling on NBFCs and credit rating agencies? I, their bread and butter, their heart and soul is only into modeling. Today you call it modeling, earlier somebody called it by a different name. Once upon a time, people called it projections. Uh, modeling is important. Modeling, uh, for example, numerical credit scoring, which is an example of modeling, is terribly useful. It gives, it gives the, what should I say, the NBFC or the financial service institution or the bank to make a first assessment of whether to look further into this candidate, into this customer or not. So if there is one area where financial modeling is going to be useful and useful in a big way, it is in NBFCs and credit rating agencies. In the context of business plans, I think it is useful for any organization across, across the world. Can you switch careers now in your mid forties? Depends on what you really want to do. Like I said, I, although I, I don't want you to think that all right, let me, let me word it a little differently. If you think your heart and soul is into numbers and you think that number will excite you over extended period of time, you can switch careers. Switching career can happen at any point in time. But if I were you or if I were to recruit somebody, I'm not sure I would like to recruit somebody in their mid-40s to do 
of financial model. I would possibly recruit someone in their mid 40s to oversee a set of guys who are working in financial modeling. I would like to see this guy having reasonable expertise to mentor them. I would like to see the guy whom I recruit who is in his mid 40s to be able to suggest to be able to suggest and say whether the broad picture is right. Uh, I am not too sure whether you should now get into number crunching. But if that is something that you like, and I am someone who believes that in, in the workplace, passion is far more important. If you're passionate about it, please do it. Certified financial planning in India versus Western countries. Certified financial planning in India is beginning to pick up. But if I might be forgiven to say so, in our country, people are hesitant to pay money, to pay fees to listen to a financial planner. So today, what has unfortunately happened is that lot of business, actually, the financial planner tries to see whether lots of business gets rooted through him. And he picks up his earnings from organizations or of products that he recommends, which I think, I'm not going to talk about ethics, which I think is not a fair proposition because it puts him in a situation of conflict. If you are someone who can deal with people high income, high net worth individuals who are willing to sit with you to prepare a long term financial plan, including goal setting, etc. And if they are willing to pay you for your effort, that's good. Which cross function knowledge makes sense when combined with financial modeling? Cross function knowledge is of whatever industry you're going to work on it. Okay. Uh, your thoughts on whether automation or artificial intelligence will outdo financial modeling. I would think automation and artificial intelligence will facilitate financial modeling in a very large way. It will pick up a lot of information. It will help us pick up a lot of data. We may or may not have to populate data by ourselves. Our data entry jobs are going to go away. And I think we will also come out with better decision making. If you want a brutal, honest answer, I would think 35% of what we today do in financial modeling is going to be taken away by automation in the next four or five years. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, sir, for answering all the questions. Uh, it was very brief enough for everyone. Hope members are uh, enriched with your knowledge. Thank you for accepting our invite. And thank you, Deepak. It is always a blessing to listen to the elite panelists like uh, Patabi sir. Are you a student for the top careers in accounting and finance? Then listen further. A team of eight professionals led by V. Patabi Ram have put forth their thought leadership, research, analysis, and interviews with industry experts to bring you an upcoming book. Beyond 2020, 25 happening careers in accounting and finance. Each career has an introduction, scope, skills, education, paycheck, and then the road ahead. Few of the 25 happening careers are forensic accounting, enterprise risk management, cost management, private equity, technology, and data analytics. Stay tuned. Hashtag Beyond 2020 careers on our social media channels. To know more about the upcoming online webinars, audio podcast, ebook, and finally the printed version. 